You're listening to an audio sermon by Pastor Bernard Milder from Household of Christ. We trust that you will be encouraged and blessed as you listen to the Word of God. John chapter 15 verse 5 says that God is the vine and we are the branches. This means that if God is your source, you cannot fail. Many people say, I'm the favorite of God. And when they say, I'm the favorite of God, they're saying it from here, confessing it and hoping that they're favored by God. But when God is your source, when you are positioned in Christ Jesus, you can know that you are God's favorite. Why? Because Christ Jesus is the beauty of heaven. He is the highly favored one. Jesus is the highly favored one. And when you have Christ, the favored one on the inside of you, you've positioned yourself immediately as a highly favored one. Many people today are working to a place of victory. Fighting for victory. But they never get it. It's always a battle. Because you don't realize that victory starts on the inside, not on the outside. Let's say this is his goal. Mike is working towards this. He wants to get there. He can do it in his own strength to get there. Give me one second. I want to take off my jacket so that you can understand something. Let's say this is favor, victory. Hold it there. If he, as Adam, in his own strength, is fighting towards victory, he will never get it. He will never get it. This is how many people live today in their own strength, in their own ability. They are fighting to get to victory. They want to get it. But once you are in Christ Jesus, once you are in Christ Jesus, you immediately are clothed with Christ. Look at this. God decides who he favors. In the book of Acts chapter 13, it says, I have chosen one after my own heart, David, who I've made king who will obey all that I can tell him to do. When you are fighting towards victory, you can never have the victory. Because it will always be a battle. But once you are in Christ Jesus, now he's moving towards the goal from a position of victory. Because he's clothed with victory. When you are born again, you're in the realm of victory in Christ Jesus. In that realm of victory in Christ Jesus, you are blessed with every blessing that's in Christ Jesus. So if you are aiming and working towards something... It's because you have it already and you're moving in the direction. You're not fighting to get it. Victory is something you already have. When David appeared on the battlefield to face the giant, he didn't say, oh my God, look at this giant. He knew he was in the realm of victory in Christ Jesus. Everybody around him, all of Israel said, look at the giant. Look at the giant. We have to go fight the giant. 
The giant is belittling us. The giant is saying he's going to kill us. David came on the battlefield in the realm of victory in Christ Jesus. God said, I've chosen one after my own heart. He looked at that giant. He didn't even call him a giant. He said, that uncircumcised Philistine. He might be big, but he's not in covenant with God. I'm in covenant with God. I'm clothed with favor. I'm clothed with victory. You're going to die. When you accept Christ Jesus, you accept victory. You accept salvation. Your old man is things of the past. You are a new creation now in Christ Jesus. Do you know what that means? You are highly favored. You're in the realm of victory in Christ Jesus. You cannot fail because God is your source. If it's not manifested yet, don't give up. You have the victory. So even when you pray, many people pray and say, Lord, please help me. I wonder if God's going to help me. Pray is just coming in agreement with what God has said already. Amen? You have the victory. David said in Psalm 27, the Lord is the light of my life. He didn't say the Lord is becoming the light of my life. He said the Lord is the light of my life. The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked come against me to eat up my flesh, my enemies and foes, they'll stumble and fall. Why? Because they're not coming against me. They're coming against God. Amen? Maybe you feel frustrated like a Peter that's toiled all night long. And there's no result. Know that you are highly favored. God is ready to support your position. Amen? Amen? When God has chosen you, and all of you have been chosen by God, and you have positioned yourself in Christ Jesus, you are highly favored. With that favor upon your life, God called Moses, turns a murderer into a deliverer. Takes a fisherman that's frustrated, toiled all night long, and God is ready to support his position. To take him from where he is to where God wants him to be. Paul. Saul. Killing Christians. God places his favor upon him and he becomes a preacher of the gospel. Writes two-thirds of the New Testament. When the angel came to Mary. Said, highly favored. Of God. Why? Because she would have Christ on the inside of her. And give birth to the Son of God. Family, all of you today have Christ on the inside. When you have Christ on the inside, you can hear the angels echoing, saying, highly favored of God. She was called the highly favored of God. Then she had a bumpy road on a donkey to the place where she, she would give birth to the Son of God. Sometimes on your way to where you will manifest Christ, it's a bumpy road. 
don't give up. If it's still a bumpy road and you've not seen the fullness of the promise, it means it's not over. If you've not seen the full manifestation, it means it's not over. Amen? On that bumpy road, your attitude is very important. If you turn two pages to Acts chapter 16, Paul and Silas in the prison, bound by chains, cannot get out. They feel like they are stuck. What did they do? They started to rejoice. They started to give thanks to God and praised their Jesus. If you feel like you've been captured, stagnated, you're bound by chains, but you know what God has promised you, start to rejoice. Because the victory is yours. Amen? You are highly favored. That's what they did. They praised God. They worshipped God. And God changed their situation. Too many people in that time of difficulty changed their confession. David never changed his confession. He kept his solid front even while facing a giant. A situation that can frustrate you. Like Peter, toiling all night, working hard. He knows his trade. Nothing worked out. But one word from God changed everything. You are highly favored whether you like it or not. The enemy on the way where God is taking you to become a giant slayer will oftentimes put a brother next to you. That will try and derail you. Remember David's brother. His eldest brother. Tried to belittle him. Hmm. Why are you here? Don't you have something better to do? I'm sure there's some sheep somewhere out there. If you can just go there and look after the sheep. Remain focused. Don't get entangled in things that can derail you. His brother was trying to pick a fight with him. I'm very sure David could have sorted out his big brother. Do you know why I say that? Because the Bible teaches us he killed a lion and he killed a bear before he killed a giant. I think a younger brother that can kill a lion and a bear can sort out an elderly brother. Turn to your neighbor and say, don't be tempted to sort out the older brother. You still have to kill a giant. Amen. Some of you have never dealt with your giants because you get entangled in fights with your bigger brothers and it becomes a distraction and you say, why me? Why am I still going through this? Because you've stepped into the trap of the enemy. Anybody can be tempted. Remember Jesus in Matthew 4 was tempted by the devil after he fasted 40 days when he was really hungry the devil tempted him with bread, food. So he turned it into bread. If you are highly favored and you know where God is taking you, be very careful of the distractions. Even where we are moving into the new building, there'll be distractions. That's why you have to know what God has told you. Realign yourself with what God told you in the past and make sure that where you are going is still lined up with what God told you many years ago. Amen? 
Otherwise, now here in the battlefield, you can very easily get distracted. Paul and Silas find themselves in prison and they start rejoicing. If you find yourself in a place where it feels like you are being captured, you are bound, continue to rejoice and thank God for what he is doing in your life. Job, his wife came to him and said, hmm, why don't you just curse God and die? You think you are favored. You think you've got a lot of things. Everything is gone. How can you say that you're a son of God? Hello? How can you say you're a son of God? Don't you think it's time to curse God and die? The Bible says in all of this, Job never sinned against God. Amen? Get ready for that unusual thing that God will do in your life. Gideon. When the Lord came to him and he said, Mighty man of valor. He said, really? He said, if I'm supposed to do this, where are the miracles? Go read it. He said, where's the miracles? Where's the unusual things that God must do? God said, okay. You want to say, you want to see something unusual? Come, I want to use you. Come. Get the men together. What did God do? He did a miracle. He said, that's what you said, mighty man. It's not going to be the thousands. If you want to see a miracle by God, I'm going to do something unusual. It's going to be a handful that's going to go with you. Turn to the person next to you and say, it's going to be a miracle. Do you know what that means? Nobody will be able to get the glory but God. Have you prayed a prayer like that? And said, God, all the glory belongs to you. Only you will be magnified. Let people say it's you. Then why are you running to so many other people for favor? Let God be God. Let God fight for you. This is the problem that we have today is that people want to fight for God. Let God fight for you. A person that says, I'm going to fight for God. It's evil for evil. Oh, you did this to me. I'm going to do this to you. But when you say, God, you can fight for me, you keep your heart light. The thing that keeps many people back, this little thing, your heart. Do you feel captured? A person whose spirit is captured, when he finds himself like Paul and Silas in a spirit, cannot worship God. But when your spirit is free, even when you find yourself in prison, you'll be worshiping God, you'll be thanking God. That's just a very easy test for you to see where your heart is at. What do you do in times of trouble, when there's challenges? Don't change your confession, but hold on to God. Turn to the person next to you say, you're highly favored. Whether you like it or not. Tell them you are anointed. Whether you like it or not. That anointing destroys every yoke. To walk in that anointing is your decision. 
Did you hear what I said? If you believe that you are blessed with every blessing in Christ Jesus, if you believe that you find yourself in the realm of victory in Christ Jesus, then you'll know I'm praying, I'm fighting, I'm working from a position of victory, from a position of favor. Then you know everywhere you place your feet, God has given it to you. Every place you put your feet, it is blessed. Now when you go, wherever you go, if you touch somebody or you greet somebody, even if there's darkness, that light expels the darkness. You know the blessing is greater than the curse. It doesn't mean the enemy will not try to come to kill, steal, and destroy. Turn to the person next to you and say, the enemy will kill, steal, and destroy. But God has come to give you life and life in abundance. Not to fight with people. We're not here to fight with people. You are here to walk in that blessing that God has given you. Then your life will never be the same. Through your actions, we see what you believe. Through what you say, we see what you believe. So many people will say, yes, we'll do it, hallelujah. But their hearts, hmm, I'm going to sort this guy out. Think you can do this, I'll sort you out. Hello? Am I talking to the right people here? Let me hear you pray. Say, Precious Father, grant unto me a humble heart, a sincere heart, a heart that is quick to forgive, a heart that does not bear grudges. In Jesus' name. As a Christian, the way that you handle temptation matters listen to me everybody can be tempted it doesn't matter how close you are to god you can be tempted jesus christ the son of god was tempted so you as a son of god a daughter of god you can be tempted but how you handle temptation matters amen it reveals what you believe jesus when temptation came, he used the word. And he was the one frustrating the devil. The devil was not frustrating him. Many of you get frustrated in your time of temptation and start saying things you should not say. The devil wants to tempt you to start to behave out of character. The devil wants to tempt you to start to confess things that does not line up with God. Pray. Even when we pray, it's not to change God's mind or to twist his arm. Pray is simply aligning yourself with the word of God, what the word of God says. That's why the most effective praise is when you pray with the Bible, with the word of God. Amen? Because what you are praying, you should be leaving it. Amen? People should see Jesus Christ on the inside of you. Let me close. Go to 2 Corinthians 5. Let me just say this. Let's, all these ladies, stand up quickly. Let me use it as an example. Come stand here. Let the people see you. They're all wonderful women of God. 
But let's, let's say, let's say this is intimidation, this is blackmail, this is wanting to fight with me, whatever things you want to be, you can be. Say they are coming against me. I should not start to behave like any of those things. But if you are fully persuaded in your heart that you are blessed by God, that you are highly favored by God, these things should not influence you. Even if they come against you, even if they want to shout, I'm not going to let you shout. Even if they want to shout at me or scream at me, I should hold my peace. Amen? Because we know those things will come. Turn to the person next to you and say, you're not in heaven yet. Tell them again, say, you're not in heaven yet. So the enemy would send people to come and kill, steal, destroy the peace that you have in your heart. Want to intimidate you. That will come and tell you, you the tale. That will tell you, you're going to go under. You can call them, you can call it a fiery furnace. Or you can call it a giant. Or you can call it a lion's den. Or you can call it Peter's boat with no fish in it. Whatever you want to call it. You have your own situation that you can put a label on it. If you focus upon this the whole time, you can get distracted. You think, oh, nothing's working out. But the Bible, Mike, run up quickly on the stage there. Be Jesus. So when all these things come against you, want to shout at you, intimidate you, the Bible says, looking unto Jesus, the author, the finisher, the perfecter of my faith. I know what Jesus is saying about me. Jesus is the word of God. He says, I'm going over, I'm not going under. Shout, I'm going under. So when they are shouting that, keep on shouting, you're going under. The Bible says, looking unto Jesus, the author, the finisher, the per not listening to all of this and keeping your peace. Okay, wonderful. You are blessed, you are blessed, you are blessed, you are blessed, you are blessed. Amen. You are forgiven for saying those things about me. Amen. Not keeping a grudge in my heart. Amen. It was just for the illustration. Do you understand? When you know that you are blessed with every blessing in Christ Jesus, even if the enemy is shouting, you are cursed, you are cursed, you are cursed, nothing can come of it. The only time something can come of it if you open a door and allow the enemy to link himself to you. And it's usually when you say, no, I'll curse you. But if you forgive it, forgive that person when they say that, and you keep your heart light, the enemy cannot do anything. Why do you think God said to Abraham, I want you to go there to the promised land. I'm going to be your shield. Your exceedingly great reward amen so when you're walking in the light of your testament what god has given you it changes everything not because of you but because of god family listen to me do you know what's the difference in your life the holy spirit the holy spirit the new covenant that we have with god Listen to me, this new covenant, because he is righteous, not because I'm righteous. 
He who knew no sin became sin so that I can be the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Now he says in this new covenant, 2 Corinthians 3 verse 5, he says, not that we are sufficient or that our sufficiency comes from ourselves, but our sufficiency comes from God who's made us ministers of the new covenant, not of the letter, but of the spirit. For the letter kills, but the spirit gives life. The letter, the law, thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not lie, thou shalt not covet. Any of you get it right? Who didn't lie this week? Let me see your hand. If you raise your hand, you are lying. <laughs> How do I know that? Because the Bible says everyone lies to his neighbor. So don't argue with me, argue with the Bible. <laughs> Psalms 12 verse 2, everybody lies to his neighbor. Whether it's a small little white lie or a big lie. <laughs> Can you see how much you need God? Can you see how much you need the Holy Spirit? It's not that we are sufficient or our sufficiency comes from ourselves. Not because you're now a good Christian and you're getting it right. It says forget about it. Because you think you get it right today, tomorrow you won't get it right. Maybe you didn't get angry today in the traffic, but wait, there's a whole week before Sunday. <laughs> and even if you don't get it right from, even if you get it right from Sunday to Saturday, remember you still have to drive to church on Sunday. Not that my sufficiency comes from myself, but it comes from God. Because of this new covenant, treating us better than what we deserve. Looking at us and saying, you are highly favored. I'm going to allow my son to be on the inside of you when you accept what he has done on the cross. And as soon as Christ is on the inside of you, you are blessed with every blessing in Christ Jesus. Means you are highly favored. Not because you get it right according to the letter, but because of the Holy Spirit. So it's not trying to do everything right, but it's listening to your heart what the Holy Spirit says. So I can walk here, and I walk past Maureen and I don't greet her. Because the Holy Spirit can say, just go back quickly and greet her. Hello Maureen, how are you? But if it's the law that I'm, hmm, she didn't greet me, I'm not greeting her. You don't want to greet me? Hmm, you want to fight me? I'll double not greet you next time. <laughs> so now when I come here, I walk here, I'm just not, I spot her in the corner of my eye. Or she comes and now she says, oh, pastor, and she waves. I said, oh, okay, hello now. Now I'm doing everything according to the letter. But that's not God, what God wants. Even if she's angry with me, doesn't want to greet me, the Holy Spirit can say, go and greet her, hello. Now, light expels darkness. Friendliness imparts into a life and unfriendliness can go. And we're not fighting flesh with flesh. But it's a battle in the spirit where God fights for us. Amen. You are highly favored of God. You are blessed with every blessing in Christ Jesus. Victory is not something you're moving towards. Victory is something you have. The blessings in Christ Jesus is not something that you're looking for. It's something you have. When people come and they seek healing or they seek deliverance, or they seek breakthrough. 
What are they seeking? They are actually seeking a relationship with Jesus. Because Jesus died on the cross for all those things. Healing is not the end. Breakthrough is not the end. Deliverance is not the end. It's a means to an end. The end is a lasting relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. The highly favored one. The one that's blessed upon above everything. The one who's got the name above every other name. When you accept him into your life, he becomes a part of you. His ability has become your ability. It's not a matter of combining your strength with God's strength, but relying totally upon what he's done on the cross. You are highly favored. You are highly blessed. Walk in it until you see the full manifestation. Seal up. Thank you for listening to this audio sermon. For more information, please go to our website, www.hoc.org.za. Household of Christ. Loving God. Loving people.